Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. We talk about films, we talk about music, yeah. And so tonight, I need to, I didn't pay tribute to him on Friday. There was a lot going on. And I'm going to pay tribute to him because I started listening to DMX when I was in high school. Why are we talking about DMX? Because when you're in high school, when you're a teenager and you discover an artist, they forever stay with you. Especially in that very tumultuous time as a teenager. That was the first time I started listening to Billie Holiday. To this day, I still listen to Billie Holiday. And the songs are more intense now for me because I've lived it. Those things that she sung about, you don't know what love is. Good morning, heartache. In my solitude, oh, I lived them and I feel them now. DMX, Earl Simmons. He was a Sagittarius, born eight, December 18th, 1970, in Mount Vernon, New York. DMX had a very tough childhood. He was abused. He was neglected. And his music reflected that. And there was a strength about DMX. I have no judgments of DMX other than this is the music that I listened to when I was 17. And here's here's something funny. So the first album, I remember I listened to it and I, I liked some of it. And then I, for some reason, I didn't get it. You know how when you listen to something, you you, you just don't get it. That's happened to me many times. And then I have to revisit it. I remember the first time I listened to DMX because it was a hot July weekend and I bought the album. It's dark and hell is hot. Oh, and it was fucking hot. He did like a sample of a Phil Collins song. I remember the song Get At Me Dog. I remember the song Damien. This was whole this was new. This was fresh. Yeah. This was the this was the tail end this was the end of the nineties, basically. Rough Riders Anthem, I think we all remember that. That was that was his calling card right there. Mm, I could feel it. Yeah, that was the that was the Phil Collins sampling he had. I remember people in high school talking about that. For me, though, it was the flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, and the song slipping. And I remember hearing that when when I read that he had died. That's the song I immediately thought of. Slipping. <sighs> yeah, and then. It really culminated. I can't speak tonight. I'm leaving it in because life is about mistakes. Recorrecting. And plus it's a new moon. It's a new moon. This is a new reset. I remember. And then there was X. And for me that was the last great DMX album. He had three in a row. I listened to that album obsessively. I remember one time I was sitting in the car with my family. I had the headphones on. That's usually what I did. And I finished a whole album in that sitting. 
Yeah. I mean, we all know you're going to make me lose my mind up in here. And they use that in Gone in 60 Seconds in in this one scene that was really funny involving them stealing a car. Now, DMX was in films. He was in films. He was an actor. And being that this is a film podcast, but I also talk about music. When... I think of him, I immediately think of Romeo Must Die. That film he did with Aaliyah. Aaliyah, who has been gone for almost 20 years this August. Died too young. He was in Belly. Romeo Must Die, Exit Wounds, Cradle to the Grave, and Last Hour. Belly is not one of my favorites, but visually, it, it was directed by Hype Williams. It was DMX, Nas, T-Boz, Method Man. Has a very interesting opening. Not one of my favorites. The film was poorly received. Yep. Although it was generally praised for its highly stylized nor-like visual design and cinematography it was criticized for what was seen as a weak plot yeah the plot was plot was very weak and plus you had really big stars in this movie but as a hip-hop artist his influence and i think romeo must die because you don't just have dmx you got Aaliyah. Romeo Must Die was a really good film. You got Jet Li, you got Aaliyah, Isaiah Washington, Russell Wong, DMX, and Delroy Lindo. Came out 21 years ago. Really great soundtrack. It was a successful film. Yep. Takes place in Oakland, California. Not too far from me. Being that this is the new moon. And this is the new reset. And I'm going back to 2013. For me, before things started to really just go to shit. Influence wise. And I feel like I'm back at a new new place. It's a new energy. Letting go of past hangups. And so my wish for DMX is that he finds peace. He was in the public eye. He had a very tough life. He made something with his his life. He left a legacy. He is a father, a son, a brother, an uncle, a friend, a lover. That's what I would say about DMX, I didn't know him personally, but through the music, oh, I felt it, I felt it. He, he, to quote uh, a very great man, DMX had no peers, and that's true. He, he, nobody sounded like DMX, nobody had that DMX energy. The only person I could think of that DMX kind of had a similar energy was Tupac similar not completely the same in terms of getting the work done getting the work out there as an actor as a as a hip hop artist 
So I hope that wherever DMX is, he finds peace. That's my only wish. I have no judgment or no ill will. We should never wish anything upon anyone. And those who judge him really need to shut up. And those of us who listen to his music. Yeah. It was tough on Friday. I couldn't listen to some of his songs. I couldn't listen to Slippin'. Because it's like that's his life right there. What a what a long career, long career. I like I said, I remember the first time I heard DMX. I was seventeen. This was new. It was a different kind of energy. Music was kind of. I mean, this was the tail end of the nineties. This is nineteen ninety eight. Okay, think of it. DMX was on top of the world nineteen ninety eight to two thousand. The Great Depression record, I couldn't listen to that. I remember I listened to it and I just thought there was something missing. That's just my opinion. And what whatever you think of DMX, that you can you can have that, but you don't get to judge him. You just don't. You didn't you didn't live his life. Those demons. If anything, we can be, Dr. Angelo often said, be a rainbow in someone's life because we all have clouds. And so I think we should all just be DMX's rainbow and just celebrate him, the music, the energy. 50 years old. He published a book of his memoirs entitled Earl, the Autobiography of DMX. It really, I mean, the songs party up in here. Yeah. I, I really don't have many words because I, you know, the commercial. So he signed with Def Jam between 1996 and 2000. Gets appearances on Mesa's 24 Hours to Live, Take What's Yours, The Locks, A Single Money, Power, and Respect, and L.O. Cool J's 4321. I remember that from the Phenomenon album. He released his major single, Get At Me Dog, single received in R.A.M.K. In May of 1998, It's Dark and Hell is Hot was released. He hit number one. Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, number one. DMX released his third and best-selling album, and then there was X in December of two, 1999. Yeah. Hmm. So DMX, thank you for the music. Thank you sharing your story with us and um, wherever you are wherever you are know that we all just want you to be at peace that's all okay so as always unpleasant dreams <laughs>